0: Hey everyone, it's your favorite person, Andrew, the commissioner for the Department of Touchdowns. Welcome back for the second episode and our second guest. You may know him as the stranger that shows up on draft day with a lot of food or the guy who never trades and never responds. And some of us know him from Dinosaur Zumba. It's David Robinette. Welcome, David. Hey, good to talk to you, Andrew. So, David, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing for work, where you're living, your life situation? You just said you got at least one gig, because I know you said you went to the mall and we're doing some trick-or-treating. Yeah, so um, a little bit of history of myself would be that I'm from
1: Manassas, Virginia. Grew up here since I was about four years old uh, when I first moved to Manassas, and I've been here ever since. Uh, the only time I've ever left, I did a brief cup of coffee at a D3 college for football for one year. Uh, it was called Averett University in a place called Danville, Virginia. And then once I decided, what position did you play? I played center. Center, cool. Yeah, I did that for a year. I believe we finished the year two and ten. So I was immediately turned off from football and (laughs) I said, I really, really want to enjoy college. And I just want to like have fun and go into a small college was only about, there was 3,500 students. And if you weren't from Danville, Virginia, you had only went there to play sports. Sure. And it just, there was nothing to do, man. I was just so bored. I mean, the only thing they had there, they had one McDonald's and they had a YMCA that was it. I mean, and, the, and it was just a poor town. Like, it was a, uh, yeah back in the day, like, an old minor town that had, like, a lot of money in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And it's just the hood. So, like, most people who live there, like, work for the school and make money because the school exists. So, I, I quickly bolted there, went to Western University, and just had a blast. Nice. If I could recommend anybody, I mean, we're all too old to go to college, but tell your kids to go to a state school, spend all the money, and uh, go just get deep in debt. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But just say I drank a lot of beer And I had the best time of my life I mean I can honestly say that But um, yeah so I played football I never played football until my um, High school year but I've been obsessed With football my entire life Family's mostly a Redskins fans And it's just something that's been a part of my life for so long That it's hard to like not be A part of it in some way like not playing it But definitely still loving football through fantasy Sure So that's just been something like I don't. I don't think I take it too serious, like I used to. Like definitely before I had children, I think like I had a bit more of a competitive edge. I would say, in, in fantasy in it, football, in not just fantasy, but anything. Like if we were, okay. we were going to do anything, sure. I think I was was just super more competitive than I am now. Right? I wouldn't say I'm ultra competitive, but uh, for something, something about this fantasy, it just feels good when you're able to to win and build something better than everyone else. Yeah, for sure. What are uh, some other things outside of fantasy football and sports that you enjoy? Lately, I've been into stand-up comedy. Um, nice. For a long time, I felt... not like, like a, I'm the funniest person in the room, but I feel like I'm clever enough to, to make a joke here or there, especially on the fly. Yeah. Uh, so I watch a lot of stand-up. I go to DC Improv fairly often. Um, oh, see, really? Like, some of my favorite comics um, do stand-up. And... I, for whatever reason, I just feel like it's something I want to do as a hobby. I don't think it's a calling or anything, but it's something I sure. want to do. So I was uh, signing up for this class that they had for DC Improv. It was called, like, uh, Beginner Stand-Up. Here was the caveat, though. And I didn't know this until I was about to pay for it, and I finally read the fine print. It's not for them to, mm-hmm. like, teach you, like, stand-up comedy. You need to come in there, like, with jokes written, like a basic routine, and they help you kind of just, like, polish it. So I was like, oh, shit. so literally, I, I've been <laughs> like on my way home or when I'm at work, I'm like talking to myself, kind of like, uh-huh. trying to like, how would I say something, and like writing down jokes. And so that right now, that's something I'm trying to do, and I'm going to take that class. I wanted to do it before I turned thirty, but um, past that now, but uh, that's <laughs> something I want to do before I'm thirty-one, there you and go. actually do it in front of like uh, once you finish the class, they get you about like what they call like five minutes of material. So you literally have oh. your first five minutes of a routine down, and uh, you actually. Mm-hmm perform in front of like people who pay to come come see that i mean obviously it's like cheap tickets but sure you know it's something to try to hone a craft if you wanted to make it one so that's that's right now is my number one so
0: it's really cool man i'm impressed that's a difficult Avenue, a difficult thing to, to try to even give it a go and be willing to put yourself out there like Yeah, that, it's, And uh, like, I've impressive. even
1: like, <laughs> the hard part <laughs> is like, you know, I even tried to like, you know, practice my material and like my wife. Yeah. I even tried with my sister-in-law. The amount of not funny I get from them,
0: it is, oh, it's imagine. brutal. I was like, damn, if it's I'm just brutal. practicing in front of them yeah. and they
1: don't think it's funny, like how the hell am I
0: going to sit in a room full of people? Yeah. Your endeavor is, uh, is very impressive to me. Oh. Somebody who would never be able to do it. All right. With that said, let's get into some of the league talk Because that's all that anybody really cares about Nobody cares about you or me as a person So, we finally got you On the line Uh, You're impossible to nail down Or impossible to commit to a conversation Mm, That's true What's the deal? Why won't you trade anyone In the league?
1: I think I'm stingy I think I want to come out as the A-side And not concede in any way Uh (laughs) You know there are times people do things and i think about that and i'm like i don't know that's not i really want to make sure that uh, you get the lesser player i mean that's just the, the that that really what goes through that's seriously what goes through my head i like when someone sends me something i'm like me okay those two players i would have two starters that'd be giving up my best player i don't know maybe he should give you three starters you know what i mean i mean that, yeah I don't know what it is. I think, especially when it comes to you, uh, and, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and and you, you yeah. know, you come and you're you are just. I mean, you just peg at it. You just go, go. You're like, hey, this is what I think you should do. This really because there's keeper value. I mean, that word gets thrown around. I mean, especially Dan and Brett, they do this. same. They're, they're the one thing I give you credit for, Andy, is that. At least Steven is not in the same conversation. Anytime I talk to Dan, it is a it is me and then I'm in a group conversation with Brett and Stick. And when they when they give me offers, they start liking each other's comments.
0: Oh my yeah. god. And the,
1: <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. Yeah, and they're both like, yeah, keeper value. And then the next person will come up Yeah, dude, seriously, keeper value, and then thumb, give it a thumbs up. I'm like yeah.
0: No, really, that's really funny. Uh, I am glad you gave me credit because um Steven I, I'm pretty sure would gladly admit that he wants nothing to do with these trade talks. <laughs> it, if if Stephen gets involved, uh, number one, you know we really want whoever we're asking for uh, because it's a last ditch effort to make an offer. But generally, I offer. So here here's here's how it works on my end is I offer Stephen about. 10 scenarios for every (laughs) one that you might receive and that's for anybody in the league and Steven can attest to that that I offer 10 to 1 that anybody gets a text message about so if if you get a text message from me about a trade and, and everybody does mind you then Steven's already gotten 10 maybe 20 of like possibilities to trade and upsides downsides for all of them I
1: don't know how you live in that world so you, you're, it's, you're texting him what ifs, so he has to live oh, with that. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that's his reaction too. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god. Oh my god. Uh,
1: you just yeah. you hurt my head, and I'm not even involved with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hurt my own head. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an itch that I have to scratch. <laughs> no, I, I I I genuinely enjoy the the the. The back and forth with the trading, um, I think uh, oftentimes it's it, it's just a fun way for me to participate. Right. So I I do it a lot. I'd hate I'd seriously hate to see you if this was like a lot, if this league was like a lot of money. Like we all put it, in like two thousand dollars. Like I, I'd hate to see how you'd be it's no different like i i i'm in a free league and i do this the same <laughs> <laughs> there's no monetary
1: value there's no extra gain you get you just truly zero
0: like value and i'm spamming people's emails these people i don't even know these people this is steven's family league and somehow he invited me in for some reason and i spam with like trade requests that is all the time man. yeah i'm an asshole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, and I just made a trade, actually. I just traded uh, David Montgomery and Sterling Shepard for essentially Devonte Freeman. So, pretty happy with that. Hmm. We'll see how that turns out. All right, so what you're saying is you're not closed off to trading, but you just need the better end of the deal.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to... The problem uh-huh. I have is I'm really good at saying no. I suck at
0: rebuttals. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So if you're listening, and I, and I hope everybody in the league is, David's not, not gonna trade you. The the key to take away from here is that he just doesn't want to do any legwork to get a trade done. So keep spamming him with texts, phone calls, oh my and god, emails. What are you doing to me? And <laughs> you might get a trade done with David. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, You're three and five. Uh, That means you're only one game back from making the playoffs. There are three or four teams that are three and five right now. It's kind of jammed up in the middle, which is pretty typical for fantasy football. There are three or four teams at three and five. There are three teams, I know for a fact, at four and four. So that means you're one game back. Jesus, really? I thought I was out of it. No, you're, you're right there, man. You are on the cusp from making the playoffs how are you feeling so uh, you already answered it which is you already thought you're out of it but you are very much at it man, man. so oh, I'm better than is, I thought yeah very much so and, and quite frankly if we look and this is going to be in the, the weekly email if I get it done uh, Gordon's right there too Gordon has gone on a win streak three game win streak after going 0-5 he has improved to 3-5 so he is tied with you this week and next week, I imagine, are the big weeks to make or break. I, I'm not that dedicated enough to know everybody's next two weeks of schedules, although I am pretty apt to memorize people's everything else. But I imagine a few of you in those three and five and four and four standings are playing each other. So there are going to be some make or break games. So if you're three and five on the outside, but looking in, you have a chance. What are you thinking now? Oh, I, I knew
1: I knew ahead of time. Like this whole year, it felt like everyone's had like some of their best weeks against
0: me. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm number one against points points against, right? Well, we can look at that for sure. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let's see. Points against David Robinette is 1,041 points. That would rank yes, right there at the top yeah. with Pete Christensen and Dan and Brett. Uh, All right. not, not too far not, behind. Yeah. I'm not like but, crazy far
1: ahead, but it, it always felt like someone was having a crazy amount of points against me. Yep,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, you are facing the most points in the league. Yeah, so I, I feel like I
1: feel like my season would have been definitely different, and that's that's just part of me being uh, too stupid of thinking that the San Diego Chargers, who have been historically a franchise that doesn't pay its players, would pay Melvin Gordon. You know, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was the year before or how long has uh, Bosa been in the league? You know, they didn't want to pay uh, him and he was, was like their number one draft
0: out. pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well, so I, I know you want to chalk it up to Melvin Gordon, but you were pretty rock solid with Christian McCaffrey and Phillip Lindsay as your one-two. I mean, your receivers are pretty solid with Cooper Moore, Mike Williams, Metcalf. I mean, that's not bad. But, you know, the question I might have is, you know, you, you got to win this last week. But you started a tight end, he was declared out like well in advance of Sunday, man. This wasn't like Sunday, hey, uh, FYI, Chris Herndon. No, uh, Chris Herndon was out well in advance. Not only that, but like he had been like, hey, when is Chris Herndon coming back? We don't know before that. So you were like, well, let me just go ahead and, and it doesn't matter. You got the win. Yeah.
1: No, that was the stupidest thing I could have did. I, I, I don't know what went through my head, um, but I did not even check my roster on Sunday. Jesus. And then once the game started, I was like, oh my God, I didn't do it. And then I, I go back and I was like, well, I just lost. Because that was the first thing I saw was him being out. Everybody in this league, to, to be honest with you, is, uh, they're all good. I think mean, We're all pretty damn knowledgeable about this thing. So it really fucking sucks trying to get to the waiver wire. I mean, it's yeah. so slim picking. So, like, trading is critical. Yeah. I'm just
0: so stingy and just, you know. <laughs> all right. So, all right. We'll move on there. Um, we talked about some of the apps on your phones. Do you do anything else other than ESPN app or, or like, I use Fantasy Pros. I, I scam. I, I, sorry, I don't scam. I skim Roto World. I look at I have another app called Fantasy Life. Do you have any other apps or are you just on ESPN.com and, and ESPN app?
1: Um I don't do <laughs> any of that. Let me let me tell you what I do. Hold on, let am type in up right. Every every Saturday, this is what I do. I go mm-hmm. to Google, I type in this phrase. Who to start fantasy? <laughs> I literally typed that in there. And the first thing that comes up is a website called fantasypros.com. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And I literally just type people in there like, who the hell should I start? And I, that's all I do. Okay. That is literally all I do. When, now, when I was obsessed with fantasy football, there was a, I don't know if you, a lot of people go to this website when um, they want to know kind of like fantasy, like who's your team actually going to draft in real life? Like, you know, who is the Redskins mm-hmm. going to draft this year? But uh, there's a website called Walter football. And okay. it's not as good as it used to be. But like four or five years ago, he was like spot on with who he thought was going to be a boomer bust. I used him like like religiously. Uh, oh, but interesting. But not anymore. Walter not, football. Not, Walter football. But now even like his like predictions on who people, what teams are going to draft are offer, He's just not as good as he was. But okay, that that used to be my number one. Nice. Let's look at that. Yeah, you're sure. got pretty good stuff when it comes to, like, at least trying to predict something. It always is, like, it never hits anymore, but he always has a really good, like, synopsis on why he thinks a team would draft this player. Yeah. Are you in any other leagues or just ours? So, I do this league and I do my own family league. Um, okay. split in half between uh, my brother's wife, half the league is her family, and then the half the league is our family. So we take that very serious. Um, nice. About as serious as this. And there's, like, a, again, there's, just like us, there's, like, a real trophy and everything like that. And there's a lot of trash-talking trade to go on. And it's great because there's two <laughs> two separate families. But we all actually, funny enough, like, Fantasy, like, brought our two families, like, closer. So, like, we used to be, like, completely separate families, like, during holidays and stuff. Now we just do it all
0: together. and This is a part of it. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. I mean, that kind of concludes... Everything else, anything you want to say to anybody else in the league? I got you here on the line. Uh, You know, not really. I'll see you guys next year. Jesus. <laughs> all right. I appreciate it, David. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Oh, I and... do have one thing.
1: I know we all, in your first episode, you were like, this whole thing got brought together
0: by Ask Finance.
1: You know, it's good to still see that that, you know, even after I left, as new people came in that we all still you know made a fantasy league still kept in touch I know I don't I'm very horrible at it but I do generally care when I see Andy and I see Katie and Dan and Brett those days bring up really good memories Um, so hopefully I build those type of relationships I like that guy Sly he's very huggable Um, he just has a hugging face
0: Sly's great Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah.
1: but for us everybody hopefully I get to know
0: you more and uh, we'll talk more later cool man thanks Yep, give and uh, thank you, everybody else. All right. Have a good night. See you, David. See you, man. Thanks.